0: Hey, Tony, today's show, we're going to take some time to review some scary stories that I've collected over the years. Scary retirement stories. What do you say?
1: Um, I'm going to have to do the show today with my eyes closed, I think. I don't. I don't like scary stories.
0: On that note, let's cue the scary generic music. What you are about to hear is a fun and educational show about financial issues join Dan Wendell and his co-host, Tony, as they explore topics related to retirement planning. No matter how close you are to retirement, it's time to listen to another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Good evening and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio. I'm Dan Wendell. Now, that's not going to work, Tony. I'm Dan (laughs) Wendell. This is Tony Shore. My Vincent Price voice is shot. Yeah, but no, today good we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about scary stories that I've had, that I've put together. They're gonna be short and sweet, but they are gonna be scary. So they won't be sweet. They're gonna be short and scary. What do you say?
1: <laughs> Not short and sweet. Short and scary. I think it sounds like a great idea, Dan. And uh, you know, for Halloween, I love Halloween. You know that. And we've done a, a Halloween special before. And so today's show is going to be a little scary, but fun. And you'll actually learn something as well,
0: right? That's right. In fact, one of the Halloween shows we did maybe two or three years ago um, was about a certain person that's going to be coming back in this one of these stories. So Uh-oh. For those that haven't heard that go back. I think it was 2018. Uh, we did a scary story. I don't know. I'll look it up and I'll put a note in the show notes for all the listeners is but, this like one of those bottom,
1: scary campfire stories it
0: it <laughs> it's about retirement tony oh. so you know, mm. unless i'm doing a campfire at you know a retirement community well which, no i mean i mean idea. i mean
1: in the story is it uh is it like one of those stories you'd tell at a campfire like you know the guy with the hook and the uh, it comes maybe. out of the out of the forest <laughs> and then somebody grabs you at you know after you know in the middle of the story so you get really scared and you could make it about retirement Uh, the uh the main character could be be, retired
0: in the story Ooh, yeah and they and it gets beat to death with a a mutual fund prospectus (laughs) a mutual
1: fund prospectus (laughs) that would be a horrible way to go when things that, that no one reads that would be a horrible way to go (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, I have five stories I want to get through today, Tony, and whether or not we get through all five is going to be dependent on whether or not you can hold yourself together and kind okay. of fear. Okay. You know, so uh, what's know you what's you safety blanket. Yep. All right. I've so got we'll my go whoobie. Right I've got my whoobie. <laughs> there you go. The first story is called The Tax Bill.
1: <laughs> I'm already scared. <laughs> Enough said. You could end it right there and we'd all be frightened.
0: (laughs) All right. The second story now. All right. So this one is not so much a story. These are all scenarios. So I'm just going to just describe it and then we can talk about it. Okay. So Bob is 58 and he wants to retire at 62. And then he gets a call from his grandson and his grandson needs help financially. Guess what for, Tony? Student loans. Yeah. (laughs) College. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Because <laughs> he blew all his own money on, I don't know, right parties or a car. Right.
0: Well, he's got student loans. He's got student loans. Bob's like, you know what? I, I get that. You know, student loans are expensive. I'm going to help him out. But the problem is, Bob's still working. He's 58, and he's got all his money tied up in his 401k. But being pretty smart, he does some research and dis- determines that taking money from his 401k to pay for education expenses is an exception to the penalties from the IRS. Ah. So he takes all of his, all the money he wants to give to his grandson. I think it was like, say $25,000. He pulls it from his 401k, gives it to his grandson. His grandson pays his student loans, gets a nice paying job and says, thanks gramps. Then what happens, Tony? (laughs) The next year, the IRS, he's filling out his tax forms for the IRS And the tax bill arrives. The accountant says, hey, Bob, um, you took out money from your 401k. Uh, What'd you do with that? And he's like, oh, I gave it to my grandson to pay off his student loans. And the accountant says, oh, Bob, no, all of that's taxable. You're not allowed to pull money from your 401k without paying taxes. And because you were under 59 and a half, you get a 10% withdrawal penalty for early distribution.
1: But I thought and it was Bob, for education, so I didn't have to pay all that.
0: I'm sorry, Bob. That's not true. The hardship withdrawal distributions that you're thinking of are not applicable to 401Ks. Oh. They're only for IRAs. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, so, horror story, huh? Tax bill, 10% penalty, early withdrawal from a 401K. Can't do that for education expenses. So he's paying no
1: nope. he's paying like 30 to 40 percent on that thing
0: <laughs> right taxes Ouch. yeah he's at a high tax bracket because he's 58 in his prime of his career now he could have taken a loan from his 401k but that's a whole other horror story because there's other issues to do to deal with so this scenario shows you know you got to be careful when you're taking money out of a 401k or even an ira especially if you're under 59 and a half I see people do this for college medical expenses. Um, they some people buy uh, homes, second homes, using IRA money, saying, "Oh, I'm going to use it as an investment." But you can't do that if it's a vacation home. The IRS doesn't allow for it, so you'll get nailed on that. So you just got to be careful. Distributions from four hundred one k's IRAs can really turn into a retirement nightmare.
1: That's spooky. And uh, that is scary. Uh, Wow, those types of mistakes could cost you tens of thousands of dollars. So you have to really watch out, right? And like you said, even taking a loan from a 401k uh, can cause all sorts of problems.
0: Not to mention, loaning money to family can always be an issue. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: never do that. Never do that. But co-hosts, loaning money to co-hosts is okay, Dan.
0: (laughs) Cue the scary music again, Mitch. (laughs) Here we go. On to... Story number two. This one's called the SS Minnow.
1: Ooh, a Gilligan's Island reference. I love it.
0: (laughs) Yes, you got it. Okay. Bob is turning 62 and has been the breadwinner his entire life. And his wife, Mary, she's 60 and she's never worked. So Bob, being the consummate worker, has just got to the point where he's fed up with his job. He doesn't want to work anymore. He's 62 and he quits. He's excited because he's done working. He's worked his whole life and he's 62 and he doesn't have a pension. So he's like, let's turn on social security now. So he turns on social security at 62 and locks in a lifetime income from social security. Now, Mary, she's only 60. So she waits till she's 62 and they're still a little short on income. So she turns her social security on at 62 two years later, and her income, because she doesn't work, is based on half of her husband, Bob's. But hers is further reduced because she's taking it early. Because taking, you know, a spouse can get half of a Social Security from um, a working spouse if they don't have their own record, but they don't get 100% of half. They get 100% of half if, if she waited till 66 or 67. She's only getting uh, like 60, 70% of half because she's taking it as soon as she can at 62. And what happens, Tony? They still don't have enough income, and they begin to draw down on their other retirement assets to live. Eventually, they run out of their IRA and 401k money, and all they're doing is relying on Social Security, and it's just not enough. The story continues. Mm. The lifelong decision made at 62 haunts them for the rest of their lives. Yikes. Hmm. So the takeaway on this one, Tony, maximize your social security benefit, even if it's not for your own benefit. In the case of Bob, he took it at 62 and that's, he thought was the best decision for him self. But what about his wife? You know, if Bob dies or if Mary dies, they're going to lose one of the social security benefits and they're going to keep the higher one. And by locking in the highest social security benefit at 62, that's a lifelong decision. Wow. They could have thought. They should have thought twice about it.
1: Yep, that's a a big mistake. And I know we've talked about Social Security maximization, and you have a great report you can run for our listeners uh, if they set up that complimentary consultation where it'll show them the optimal time for them to file and spousal benefits for couples, uh, scenarios like we're talking about. So I think that's really important to note. That's a scary, and what's the next scary story, Dan?
0: Yeah, why are you bringing up solutions? This is supposed to be scary stories, oh. not scary <laughs> solutions. Solutions to scary stories, Tony. <laughs> the Social Security Maximization Report does nothing scary about that. No,
1: that's helpful.
0: But you did get my SS Minnow reference, right? Uh, oh, it? yeah. SS Minnow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Cue the music for story number three. This one's called Seedy Mary and the Silent Killer.
1: Okay. Whoa! Wait a minute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this
1: one sounds sounds crazy. If we should have, you should have made it another Gilligan's Island reference. Uh, the CD Marianne.
0: CD. Oh man, CD Marianne. Yeah, that's what it's called. I just missed it. CD Marianne and the Silent Killer. All right. Okay. Marianne grew up with a distrust of all things financial. Now she did fairly well with her income and savings at the bank. Unfortunately, Marianne's husband died when she was when he was young at 65, and Mary is only 63, so she decided to take all of her money and put it in CDs, and that's what she's always done, and she's done well. So her entire nest egg was laddered in CDs at the local bank, and she constantly is updating them every month when a new one comes due, and she rolls it into the next. And that's just what CDs do. They give her the set interest rate, and she's very happy with it. However, over time, interest rates fell, like they are in today's society. And she found herself looking at renewal rates for her CDs less than 1%, 2%, less than 2%. Very low. So she continued. She continued buying the CDs and and rolling them and putting them into a new one. All the while, she's complaining about the ever-increasing costs of medical, dental, Food, basically all expenses are going up, but her CD interest rates are going down. Mary didn't realize it, but she was being stalked by a silent killer. <laughs> her, her purchasing power was declining, as was her principal. Mary was a victim of inflation. Inflation,
1: the silent killer.
0: Yeah, see, there it is yeah. again, Tony. You remember that story from a couple of years ago, The Silent Killer. We did yep. a show called The yeah. Silent Killer. It strikes again.
1: Yeah, because the if you put $25,000 in a CD, uh, when you retire, you think, I've got that 25000 plus, oh, uh, for much of that time, it was a half percent, one percent, two percent interest. But that $25,000, yeah. by the time you retire or need it, isn't worth nearly as much as it was when you put it in, so you lost all that, and uh, you didn't have any money in growth.
0: Well, and that's just it. People, and I have nothing against CDs. I'm a big fan, actually, for certain types of money, You know, things you're going to need in the short term. Maybe in a year, you might buy a year-long CD. The problem is people don't factor in inflation. You know those people. They're hooked on gold, or they're hooked on CDs, and that's all they do. And they're comfortable with it. And it's tough to tell someone, hey, we need to expand your investment horizon. We need to try maybe buying some stocks, some dividend-paying stocks or something different to offset inflation because CDs aren't going to keep up with inflation a lot of times. And so that's the problem she faced. She got really ingrained in what worked for her in the past. And really, it wasn't working for her in the past. She just didn't feel the effects of inflation because she was still working and earning. But once you stop earning money, you can't rely on a CD to get you through retirement unless you have a ton of money like Tony, right? <laughs> but even even Tony with his money bag, money bag Tony, you still got the silent killer stalking you. Actually, that's hypertension, right? No, yeah. silent killer. <laughs> oh my <laughs> this, gosh, Dan. The, the, the silent killer is inflation and it has, it knows no boundaries. Everyone is subjected to it. Yeah. Unless you're like Tony and independently
1: wealthy, right? Wait, radio announcer, you invest Finan- in records. Uh, show co-host,
0: you invla- You invest in inflation-proof l- vinyl. That's what you. <laughs> there
1: done. you go. There you go. It is. It has a lot of it has increased in value. So, uh, but yeah, that uh, all that co-host money I'm rolling around in. <laughs>
0: wait professional so co-host
1: out. that's a career well it really isn't i'm here to tell you
0: it really is don't tell you i won't tell you, mom okay <laughs> so that's the silent killer story let's move on cue the music for story number four
1: it can't be as scary as the silent killer
0: well tony i've been getting them to be more and more sinister as We go along. So it's about to get real. I've noticed. This one this one's called The Memory Thief.
1: Ooh.
0: All right. I already don't like (laughs) Kelly and Yes, me neither. Who wrote these? Kelly and John were all set for retirement. Both retired at 65, and they were ready to begin their adventures. They had put off all their life. They had saved for for decades and they were ready to go. And they take their first trip. And after their first trip, John begins to show signs of memory loss. And after some testing and some observation, it was determined that John was suffering from dementia and his situation was rapidly declining. Kelly and John's retirement dreams were shattered. Money originally allocated for retirement vacations were shifted toward medical treatments. Mm. John eventually entered a memory care facility with an indefinite timeline. They didn't know how long he was gonna be there. Physically, he was okay, but mentally he was not. They had enough retirement assets saved for their ideal retirement, but not enough to pay for John's medical facility forever. Mm -hmm. The battle began between taking care of John's medical situation and saving assets for Kelly's own future retirement. They didn't have enough to make it easy, but they also had too much to qualify for Medicaid. They never purchased long term care insurance and had put together, and they just started having to put together an estate plan just to protect the assets they already had. Mm. This. Now, this is a nightmare story, isn't it? It's a yeah. sad one. Yeah, but, but it real-
1: happens all too often. It's actually happening right now with my, uh, with Sarah's uh, dad and his wife. So, the exact same scenario you just described.
0: Yeah. And, I'm not making light of it, but I am saying it is very scary and people need to really yeah. think about it. Now, this yeah. could, it doesn't have to be dementia. It could be the sudden death of a spouse. It could be a different chronic condition. Yeah. Uh, It could, it could even be a late divorce. You know, something that you have all these plans and all this money set aside for a certain thing and then boom, out of left field comes a divorce or dementia and now, all the retirement plans and dreams are shattered and you have to make a different, you have to take a different path and or, you know, or losing a spouse early. It's the ultimate retirement, scary story. In my opinion, this is the worst.
1: Yep. But that is is scary, but there's a but, right?
0: But there's still even a scarier story. According to, you know what, people, what the surveys say. Really? But before I jump into that last one, I just want to make the point that um, this is a scary story. The scare, it, it, it's not something that you can, you want to think about and plan for, but you do need to factor it in when you're building a retirement plan. What's the solution? There isn't necessarily an easy answer to this, but you need to make sure that anything you're doing, whether it's investing or or insurance, or just creating the goals and dreams, your plans, you need to have contingencies built in. So you need to make sure that you're thinking about those things. You can't go through life thinking you're invincible. Even, you know, a lot of people, especially older people say, all these 20 somethings think they're invincible. But a lot of times retirees think they're invincible. Yeah. And, and like my mom used to say, spend money when you're younger and can enjoy it instead of waiting and waiting, and then you might get too old or not, unable to enjoy it. Right. So there's a balance there, but it's still a scary thought and one that people need to think about. And I hate bringing this story up, but this is a scary, scary retirement story show. So
1: it is. Yep, that's true. And yeah, you do have to be careful. And obviously, if you're working with a financial advisor or professional like yourself, it's really going to help uh, because you can look at... um You know techniques to uh, protect certain uh assets so they aren't going to be taken if somebody does come down with dementia things like that um so wow that was a really scary one uh and uh it is yeah
0: Uh, well let's move on see and i told you there's one that's even scarier at least according to this i can't believe people say is the scariest thing so this one's called the crash all right, you ready?
1: <clears throat> I am.
0: Rose and Tony both retired in the same year. Oh, why does it have to be Tony? Age. Come on now. <laughs> I, my eyes what, are closed. Thur- Thurston and Mrs. Howell? I don't even remember Mrs. Howell's name. Did she have a first name? Lovey. Lovey. Lovey.
1: There's a nickname. <laughs> Thur-
0: <laughs> Thurston and Lovey re- both retired the same year at the early age of 62. They both have longevity in their family and felt that they would live well into their 90s. So with 30-plus years of retirement ahead, they invested their old 401k and 403b for the long haul. A few months after retirement, they were driving to their daughter's house for a week to celebrate Thanksgiving when the crash happened. Uh That day, the stock market crashed and was down 6%. The next day, the same thing happened. And over the next few weeks and months, the stock market was down 37%. Now, having invested for the long haul, over 70% of their retirement was invested in stocks. The other 30% was in bonds that weren't also going down. Panic ensued. Wow. Since Thurston and Lovey were without pensions and were delaying Social Security they needed income from their investments to live. And as a result, even though they didn't want to, they were pulling money from their investments as those investments went down. And they began to wonder if the bottom was ever going to come. Mm. They began to contemplate pulling their money out of the market and waiting on the sidelines. The pain was becoming just too much. So, they finally sold everything and put their money in cash. The stock market fell another 12% after that. and gave them some sense of relief that they did the right thing. However, now their nest egg was only two-thirds of what it was a few short months ago. Their retirement plans, their attitudes, their stress levels, they just were not where they wanted them to be. Now, I'm not going to continue with this story. I don't want to even think about where this is going to end. So I'm just going to say this is is a scary scenario. And according to research and a lot of surveys, this is the thing that people fear the most. They fear running out of money more than they fear dying. Yeah. I called it the crash. I was wondering if you thought they were going to get in a car crash on the way to their daughters, Um, (laughs) but you probably knew it was going to be a stock.
1: I knew you probably had stocks in mind, but I thought of that. I thought, well, some of our listeners probably think he's talking about a car crash.
0: Stock market crash. Fear of running out of money is the number one fear people have, more than death. In retirement, I think it's people, the
1: number one retirement right. fear is running out of money. Yeah,
0: I think going into a nursing facility is a lot. Yeah, long term care, long
1: term care is, and and running out of money are right up there, because usually one leads to the other nowadays.
0: Yeah, and in this scenario, you know they they did everything right. They saved. They did you know except when they go to retire, you need to think about sequence risk. And when I have, we've done shows on that, we're not going to get into it, but basically you don't want to be pulling out money of your retirement. If it's going down, you need to spread your money out, your assets out so that not all of it is subject to market risk because timing is everything. If you have all your money in the market and you retire and, and you have a crash, if you retired January of 2020, think about it. Terrible timing, huh? Yeah. You had the yeah, or stock 2008. market crash like, right, the stock market crashed 30-something percent in in February, March of 2020, and then we had the coronavirus. It's just, it was a nightmare scenario, and if you all your money's in the stock market, you were probably thinking, I shouldn't have retired, or I might have to go back to work, but I can't go back to work because it's closed. Nightmare scenario. So you got to make sure when you're retiring, you spread out the risk so you're not subject to something like this happening. It is a nightmare scenario. It is a scary, s- scary retirement story, and that's the one we're going to end with, Tony.
1: Yeah, and there are solutions, though. I know we're trying to keep it scary, but if our <laughs> listeners uh, want to make sure they have a plan in place to help at least protect them uh, from some of these things, how do they get a hold of you and set that up?
0: Nope, Tony, not going there. This is retirement scary time. I'm not. We're not going to bring hope and and to this scenario we're gonna say fear no okay yeah i'm i know i'm kidding these are all something or most of them are something you can plan for things you don't want to have happen but you can at least make a plan as a certified financial planner i i make sure i'm covering all these topics and it's it's comprehensive so you have to make sure you don't miss any of these things the easiest way to get in touch with me to talk about this is eight 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 five zero eight Five nine three five. go to dolphinfinancialgroup.com you can connect with me online if you have a scary story that you want to add to our list for next year maybe or even for the next um, scary time tony wants to talk scary stuff send me an email go to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and connect with me and i'll read your story take out the names we'll change them to uh gilligan's island reference again is that (laughs) to protect the innocent but tony thanks for bearing with me thanks for not wetting your pants oh Oh, oh. i spoke too soon (laughs) spoke too soon that last one got me (laughs) well we can have fun and still be scary right yeah
1: yeah i guess right we're laughing a lot but it is uh, these are truly scary and serious stories but uh uh that was a really scary episode Dan. I think if you Yeah. Yeah. We got it but it just makes a good point to have a plan in place. Um and I hope you have a happy Halloween. You know I I, I never realized your birthday is so close to Halloween. We're recording this on your birthday. So
0: That's right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, birthday Thanks, wishes Tony.
1: to you. Yeah, happy birthday. Uh you know something that's as equally as scary as the stories you brought up today, Dan. Uh, it's scary how much fire there would be if you actually had that many candles lit on your cake. Oh, oh,
0: oh, oh, oh. we're going to go there? <laughs> we're going to go there? Okay, I'm older, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> well, I was planning to dress as something scary this Halloween, and I was going to dress as you, Tony, so... <laughs> I don't I'm thinking you know you don't have to even put on a costume you get it it. oh (laughs) there you go that's it that's that's my comeback (laughs) thanks for listening folks I hope everyone has a happy Halloween don't get scared give me a call and stay safe out there everybody the topics on this show are wide-ranging yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement like me if there is a topic you want to hear on the show Head to DolphinFinancialGroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion.
1: Dan Mundo or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you.